This should be played at high volume. Trouble, trouble in the South Turn. The one, the only, the greatest show round turf. Ace is your place for Friday night racing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your starting lineup. Welcome to the Triad Racing Podcast. Here's your host, Randy Pettit. fans for listening to the triad racing podcast i'm your host randy pettit and you know i was i was thinking about this on the way in tonight we've been really fortunate to have some awesome guests on the triad racing podcast and and we've been kind of lucky to be honest with you um, we had uh the greg family and just a few days later nate greg the teenage driver went and won his very first street stock race and then several weeks later, Billy Gregg wins the Street Stock Championship. We had the Myers brothers on earlier this year. And, of course, Jason made the news for a reason I'm sure he would like to take back. And Burt Myers went on to win his 10th Bowman Gray Stadium Modified Championship. So, And then we had a little further down the road, we had our sportsman division uh, point leader, Justin Taylor, and then Justin, of course, sealed the deal and won his first uh, championship at the Madhouse. And, you know, we've had some other great guests. We had the Brown brothers, uh, Bobo, who made a big splash in his first modified race of the year, and Jonathan Brown, who won two races. And like Jason Myers made a, made a splash, I'm sure he would like to take back. But we've had some awesome guests on. We had the, Bass, the Bassett brothers, uh, Ronnie Jr. and Dylan, who, of course, running in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, so we've had, uh, we've had all the Bowman Gray champions on but one. So we're going to fix that tonight. We're going to have uh, Chuck Wall. He'll be our guest on the Triad Racing Podcast tonight. Now, we originally were going to have uh, his rival, A.J. Sanders, on tonight. And A.J. is working out of town, and we were not able to work out a phone call for A.J. on the show. Apologize for that. But I am going to have A.J. and Chuck Wall together and we'll have to maybe put up a glass partition, give them some boxing gloves or something. But we're going to have both of those guys on a little later in the season because not only have they been knotted up all year uh, chasing a championship at Bowman Gray Stadium, uh, they're chasing a championship at a Speedway as well in the uh, mini stock division down at Ace. And while we got a moment, we want to thank Ace Speedway for sponsoring uh, this edition of the Triad Racing Podcast. And I'm your host, Randy Pettit the voice of the Madhouse, Bowman Gray Stadium, which just finished up, I believe, its 71st season, if my math is correct there. And we finished that up last Saturday night, crowned four champions. So we mentioned Burt Myers uh, getting his 10th Bowman Gray title, Justin Taylor getting his first uh, title in the sportsman division, uh, Billy Gregg, a repeat champion, winning championship number two in the street stock division, the first one since 2012. And Chuck Wall, show me the money, uh, wins the title again at the Madhouse, and we're going to talk with Chuck in just a couple moments. We want to remind you, fans, that uh, if you're getting some withdrawals, you know, with the Madhouse being closed for the rest of the year, they'll be back in the spring, and if you're getting the itch to go racing, 
I want to let you know that Friday, August 30th, is Ace Speedway's Back to School Night presented by the Burlington Times News. Now, calling all kids, I'm talking about the little kids, ages 4 to 12, be sure to bring your bicycle and your helmet, and you can compete on the track in one of three big bicycle races. And you know a lot of race car drivers, that's how they got their start in these bicycle races. They get out there on that bike, and they get a little taste of getting on the track, and the next thing you know, they got a race car, and it's on. You can catch great local stock car racing on Friday night, August 30th. After the bike races, we'll have the uh, Nichols Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram late models in action, a Speedway Modifieds, uh, limited late model racing, and of course, Mini stock racing, and we'll be talking some mini stock racing in just a minute with our guest tonight. So make Ace Speedway your Friday night destination for family fun. Be sure to like the Ace Speedway Facebook page, and you can go to acespeedway.net for a complete schedule. And I'll be there too. I'm also the voice of Ace Speedway, and I want to thank uh, Robert and Jason Turner and all the staff at Ace Speedway for welcome welcoming me uh, to their Ace Speedway family. It's been a been a great run so far this year. And unlike Bowman Gray Stadium, we got some more racing at Ace. Our next one will be on Friday night, August 30th. And the guy sitting across from me tonight, fresh off a Bowman Gray Stadium championship, and he'll be racing down at Ace Speedway. Please welcome to the Triad Racing Podcast, Mr. Chuck Wall, fresh off the mm -hmm. championship at the Madhouse. Chuck, congratulations. Uh, you seem to be probably the right word for it on Saturday night was relieved. You seem to be very relieved to have that championship done and over with at the Madhouse. Talk about being in a battle for that title. This is something that, that you've done now several times at, at Bowman Gray and at other tracks. Talk about as a driver, you know, getting that car ready and all the things you got to think about. And then, you know, Lady Luck, particularly at a place like Bowman Gray, plays such a huge part of everything. Talk about your mindset going into that last Saturday night of racing at the Madhouse when you know that you've got a guy like A.J. Sanders breathing down your neck to try to steal that title away from you at the last minute. Uh, like you said, Lady Luck's got a lot to do with it. Uh, getting the car ready is the easy part. <laughs> going out there driving is actually the easy part. Uh, you know, luck is something we can't control. Uh, and it's not just luck of the draw. I mean, sometimes you can draw in the back and there's a big crash in the middle of the field or up front and you was lucky to draw in the back. Uh, love racing with AJ. I mean, you know, we was actually at the beach uh, earlier the week before and we kept talking about as long as we could just draw somewhere around one another and we'd race, then we'd be fine. Just as long as we didn't get caught up in nobody else's mess. Exactly, and as things turned out, you guys were able to race it out on the racetrack. I know a lot of people come to the Madhouse because that last race of the season, that's the night where if somebody's mad at somebody, that's their last chance for retribution. And luckily for you, if anybody was mad at you, they, they didn't pick the last race to, to for payback. Oh, yeah, we was fortunate there. Uh, luckily, like I said, every, everybody – you know, let me and AJ race it out. That's the way we wanted to do it. Uh, you know, he had uh, actually he had a uh, motor mount. The bolt came loose is what actually he had trouble uh, later on in the race. Gotcha. Uh, and, I, and I'm sure, you know, that's a tough break for him. That worked out to be a benefit for you. That kind of slowed him up just enough where you could stay ahead of him and do what you had to do. Yeah, I, I don't wish bad luck on nobody. Uh it, and I'm sure he don't wish it on me neither. Uh, you know, I, 
it was just a good race. I mean, it's kind of a perfect storm. Everything kind of worked out, you know, worked out great. We drew uh, within six spots of one another. So that way we was able to, one didn't draw on the top five, another one draw on the back five. Uh, so now look I'll, at a lot of I want it. you to listen to this, some of these drivers on this list I'm looking at, okay? And they all have one thing in common. Dean Ward, Rob Neely, Brent Weaver, Tommy Neal, Randy Moore, Charlie Curry, Ronnie Bassett Sr., Matt Hill, Johnny Burke, Mitch Gales, Kenny Bost, A.J. Sanders, Michael Wells, Dale Barneycastle, Jason Keaton, Chris Lawing. And then your name shows up. 2013, you won the first of three straight championships in what we now call the Stadium Stock Division. I was actually there at the Madhouse in 1989 when we rolled these little cars out, and they were called the Buzz Bombers back then. Um, and there were so many of them that showed up <laughs> for that first couple of weeks, they decided to split the races up because the poor folks up there trying to score, you know, all these little cars going around there and wrecking and spinning and going crazy. It was, it was a madhouse, and I'll, I'll never forget that. And, man, Dean Ward, just, Dean Ward just cleaned everybody's clock the first couple of years in that. You know, Dean had been the heavy in the old blunderbuss division, winning the championship there in 83 and 84. Uh, of course, the Ward family, a big part of Bud McGray Racing, but Dean can always say, hey, I was the first champion, and he was the first guy to win it twice. But you were the first guy to win three straight championships uh, in that now stadium stock. Well, I'm sorry, Kenny, Kenny. Boss. Kenny yeah. Boss did it first. You yeah. did second. And I believe from looking at everything here, you're the first four-time champion. That's that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're the first one to get four. Did, did that really uh, – stick in your brain Saturday night. I didn't talk about it because I, I just forgot about it, to be honest with you, all the other hoopla going on. Uh, but the first four-time champion of the Q1041 Stadium Stock Series at Bowman Gray, that's, that's got to be a pretty amazing feeling. And you heard all those lists of great drivers uh, that I talked about there, but you're the first guy uh, to win four at the Madhouse in that division with guys like A.J. Sanders, you know, in the mix all these years. You know, A.J.'s only won two titles in that division, even though he's won more races in it than anybody else. Yeah, he's won a lot more races than me. <laughs> i got a long ways to catch up with him. He's got he's to retire soon for me to catch him. But it, ta it takes not only uh, being able to win those races, but it, it takes an amazing amount of consistency and luck to win a championship. And you've been able to put that all together now, record four times. Congratulations. How does it feel once you've had a little bit of time now to think about it? Oh, it feels wonderful. Uh, I can't, uh, Charlie Curry, he, he helped me build the car. Or we Actually, he probably built the car more than I did. We actually built it at his house. And, uh, you know, that's what the goal was to set out, was to go over there and win races and points fall wherever they fall. Uh, very lucky to win four. I mean, anybody that says they won a championship over there and didn't have luck, it's, it's just lying. <laughs> I mean, you've got to have luck on your side, too. I mean, granted, luck don't do it all. You've got to have a good car. You've got to have a good driver. Uh, but you've got to have some luck also. Uh, pick at Charlie all the time. He's got three championships in three different decades, and I had all my three in the same decade. And I said, right. if I get the fourth one in the same decade, I said, you got to come back and try to get your fourth one in, four, in a, a fourth different decade. Yeah, I saw him and his wife there Saturday night. They were among your uh, – fan club, if you will, cheering you on. And I know they were probably very relieved as well when it was all said and done. Oh, yeah. yeah. We said win or lose. We just we wanted it done. <laughs> the last 
I don't know, the last three or four weeks was just very hectic. Well, it's not over for you and A.J. Sanders. Uh, you guys have got another championship battle brewing uh, down at Ace Speedway. I was just getting ready to look it up. You, you probably already know what it is, but you guys have got a points championship. Now, Ace does it a little differently. Um, they have a night where they can drop your worst finish. I know there was a little bit of controversy there with you. Uh, you had a night where you came to the racetrack, you practiced, and you popped an engine, if I remember correctly, during practice, and you was not able to actually start the race. And their rule book says they're going to take your worst finish away. And since you didn't start the race, there was not a finish there drop. That was their explanation to me, which makes sense. But I can see your point uh, side of the coin as well. Hey, you were at the racetrack. You made an attempt to race. Your car blew up. Hey, cut a guy a little break, you know. But even that aside, uh, it's still uh, a close battle for the championship. AJ has a bad night, and you win a race. You're right back there on, on his heels. Yeah, if we can have enough cars there and he has a bad night, it's possible. I don't wish that on nobody. AJ's ran a good season all year long. Uh, AJ actually offered me a car the night I popped the engine. I, I remember thought, that. And he I had, thought it he was – the <laughs> He had the navy blue car that uh, – uh, Ronnie Bassett's son drove a couple weeks ago yes. uh, in his first race, the number uh, number four car yes. is what they had it lettered up. Yeah, he offered me a car. I could have easily started and parked if I would have known there was a rule change from the previous year. Uh, Tucker offered me a car to run the whole race with. I, mean, I got you. It just, I don't know, I guess I, I guess maybe I should have used my head, but I was like, I was more concerned with, all right, got to throw one away, let me get back to the house, get this engine out. Start working on getting another engine because we raced the very next week. We didn't have an off week, so that's gotcha. what I was more concerned Understood. with. Understood. So I guess on on your part, it was just a little bit of a misunderstanding on how it actually worked. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I would have I would have never left the track if I'd known that. I would have started somebody else's car and then then would have threw it away. But uh, you know, we're not cup racing. You know, there's going to be mistakes happen. You know. Rules might not be understood, or drivers might not get in touch with everybody. Robert has done an excellent job running the place down there. He he works harder than anybody I see down there. I mean, we'll look around, and he's got sweat just rolling off of him. He's running from one end of the track to the other end of the track. He's out there putting speedy drive down. Then he's in there weighing cars. I mean, he he works his tail off. You can tell he, he does. Puts his heart he's a in. racer. You know, I, I don't have the number in front of me. I know he's won a ton of races at that place and loves that racetrack. And, you know, like a lot of other racetracks that aren't in the heart of a city and have 70 years of tradition like Bowman Gray, a lot of them are struggling, and some of them are really in trouble. And Ace Speedway was in trouble, and you have to give Robert and Jason Turner and their family credit for stepping up and, you know, putting up their time and money and energy uh, to try to turn that place around. And, you know, I had no inkling of going down there uh, for this season and I met Jason. I'd never met him. I'd heard about him. I watched him race. Met him uh, at the uh, Triad Racing Preview, uh, the charity effort that we do during the winter. Yes, sir. And uh, very nice young man. And, and we talked some more on the phone. And my schedule uh, cleared up enough where I feel like, where I felt like I could commit to doing it. And I'm really glad I made that decision. You know, it's kind of neat to have a Friday night and a Saturday night track. I'm probably the only announcer in North Carolina that has Friday and Saturday night racing and two of the best tracks in the state. Obviously, Bowman Gray speaks for itself. There's no other place like it in the country. And Ace Speedway, they have done a phenomenal job down there of getting the place where it looks good. It's a good racetrack. It's clean. The concessions are nice. And the racing, uh, you know, some nights are better than others like any other racetrack, but the racing's been very good. 
Uh, and I have really enjoyed watching you two particularly go at it night after night after night. Uh, it seems like one of you guys will get it figured out for a while and talking about you and A.J. Sanders yes. with my guest uh, Chuck Wall. And then it seems like a week or two later, the other one's on top. It just seems to be back and forth. It's like watching um, – uh, Ali and Frazier, you know, two heavyweights going at it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, we've had a blast. I mean, there was a couple of nights that we ran side by side, I think, for the final three laps of the race. Exactly. And, and crossed the line, there was like four foot difference between, I think he got one and I got the other. And, I mean, and we kept sitting there saying we're enjoying this right now because we knew Tucker was going to get it figured out. And I think he's got it figured out now. Uh, yeah, so talking about Michael Tucker. Yes. And I was schooled a little bit on Michael because Michael – has not raced a lot at Bowman Gray, and I, you know, I knew he'd won some races. But man, this guy's won a lot of races. Oh yeah, just like AJ and yourself, uh, we've got three heavyweights at least in that division down at Ace Speedway, and uh, Michael Tucker, man, he he put a spanking on the field at our last Friday night show at Ace. So uh, yes, he did. You and AJ better get in there and get working on those cars, man. <laughs> he looks like he's loaded for bear. Yeah, I think. Uh AJ was kind of leaving his car a little bit more set up for the stadium to cause, kind of make that championship run. Right. Uh, I was, I've got two cars. I've got run separate cars at different track, uh, one at Ace and one at Bowman Gracie. But I left my best carburetor on the stadium car because I did not want to touch it after it, it ran so good the week before. Right, understood. And then I had carburetor issues. But I think we'll work that out this week. And I think uh, AJ, I guarantee, will have his car running good. Tucker's got his running good. So I think this upcoming week will probably be a very interesting week in the mini stocks. One of the photos that ran after the last race at Bowman Gray that ran on journalnow.com and and they do an amazing job uh, cap capturing you know what's going on at the Madhouse with pictures even if you don't read the story you can look at those pictures and one of the great pictures was just as soon as AJ climbed out of his car he ran over there and, you know, normally when a guy gets out of his car and rushes to another guy's car, everybody gets on their feet and thinks they're getting ready to fight. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. But you guys uh, you guys had a had a, a, a respectful conversation about the last race, and it was, a lot of, it was a lot of genuine sportsmanship displayed when you look at those pictures. And I happened to be standing right there watching it. But for the fans that are way up in the stands that can't see it, I could just tell by looking at you two guys and watching you talk to each other and the body language – there's so much respect between uh, Chuck Wall and A.J. Sanders. And, you know, uh, it's a it's a rivalry, but it's a friendly rivalry. And there's great sportsmanship being displayed. Oh, yeah, excellent sportsmanship. Uh, like I said, we was at the beach, the beach the week before with one another. Our wives are real good friends. Uh, much respect to him. I mean, I, I'd actually pictured in my head because I didn't know how the night was going to go, if somebody was going to get even or something like that. And I was like, well, I need to keep my cool. And no matter what, I said, you know, keep the cool. I need to keep the car one piece, drive across the track, shake AJ's hands after the race is over with or whatever, you know, no matter what happens to me. And then he does the exact same thing I was sitting there thinking about doing. I mean, it's just it's unreal. Isn't that cool? Hey, calling all kids, uh, Friday, August 30th, is Ace Speedway's back-to-school night presented by the BurlingtonTimesNews.com. And this is for the little kids now from 4 to 12. Parents, bring their bikes, bring the helmet, and the kids can compete on the racetrack itself in one of three bicycle races. And you know a lot of great drivers, that's how they got their start, on those bicycle races at a racetrack just like Ace Speedway. And then you can stick around and you can catch some great, triad stock car racing on friday night august 30th we'll have late models open wheel modifieds we'll have mini stocks 
great racing at Ace Speedway. And folks, make, make Ace Speedway your Friday night destination for family fun. You can like the Ace Speedway Facebook page, and you can visit acespeedway.net for a complete schedule. And, hey, this man I'm talking to tonight, he'll be there. A.J. Sanders will be there. Randy Butner, one of our modified regulars at Bowman Gray, he is a regular down at Ace Speedway. And, you know, we have a lot of our uh, guys and gals that race at the Madhouse come down and visit periodically. I've got a little bit of breaking news, too, I'm going to share. I'm not sure if it's been put on Facebook yet, but in talking to uh, – uh, Jason and Robert Turner, uh, they are going to invite, the last I spoke with them, uh, they're going to invite all the Bowman Gray Stadium sportsman division drivers yeah. down to compete. And that is, looking for the date here, that's going to be uh, on Friday night, September the 13th. Yes, that's so what I've heard. We're going to put the word out on our podcast. I'm going to be messaging some guys and gals. Um, Justin Taylor, one of my guests, already said, hey, I'd love to come down there and race. Okay, Justin. Come on down. Uh, had John Holloman the fourth. I actually ran into him today over in Winston-Salem, and John is trying to work that out with his schedule. Uh, he's got a couple cars, you know, race ready they can bring down. And, by the way, I want to wish uh, John Holloman the fourth the best of luck. He's getting married pretty soon, going to be going on a honeymoon, and we're going we're gonna to drag him right out of the honeymoon and put him in a race car down there at Ace on uh, Friday night, September 13th. Amber Lynn, I'm pretty sure Amber's going to come and race with us for that one. So we're going to have a lot of the stars at the Bowman Gray Stadium Sportsman Division. They'll be down at Ace Speedway uh, Friday night, September the 13th. So we got a big race on Friday night, August 30th, and then on the septem September 13th, another big night, and we're going to have those Bowman Gray uh, Sportsman drivers there. And Chuck Wall, you guys uh, – We'll probably see a few of your competitors from Saturday night at the Madhouse make their way down to Ace Speedway now that they don't have anywhere to race. Uh, th that's normally kind of a thing that we see during these last three or four races down at Ace. Yeah, a lot of people, they focus on one track, and then once that one track's over with, which Bowman Gray has a good short season, uh, they if they've got anything left, they bring it to other tracks, and we welcome. I mean, I, I, I welcome all of them to come. I mean, I, I'd love to have – 20, 25 cars out there. Absolutely. Makes it more fun when you win, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, or even if you, you know, having a bad night or whatever, you've got more cars out there, you're racing. As long as it's not a wreck fest, it, everybody has a good night. Right. Now, you know, one of the things I wanted to do with the Triad Racing Podcast is, you know, Bowman Gray, the Modifieds, the Modifieds, the Modifieds, the Modifieds, they, they get, and rightfully so, they're the top division. They get more national and regional and even local uh, media exposure. Uh, sportsman division, I've said it countless times, and I really mean it. They could be the main event at the Bowman Gray Sportsman Division. Could be the main event anywhere in the country. Okay? Oh, I agree. I agree. They've got some of the best racing they hands do. down. But listen, man, we've got a fantastic street stock division over at Bowman Gray, and you guys, the stadium stock division. You know, I don't ever say anything because I, I work for the track and I try to be respectful, but it really irritates me when I see – you know, 20%, 30% or more of the crowd get up and leave before the four-cylinder guys come out, you know, uh, because I know I, I grew up in racing. I had an uncle that raced in the blunderbuss division. I had another uncle that raced uh, short track and then raced the NASCAR Grand American Series. And I remember as a young kid watching all the hours, all the work, they would stay up to 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, not just on Friday night, but, man, three or four nights a week. It's like a full-time job working on that race car. And, you know, I I love watching 
the stadium stock division just as much as I do the modifieds. I mean, some nights racing's better. Uh, there's a lot of great competition, even in the B race. You know, you see some of these guys uh, get their very first win at Bowman Gray, like uh, uh, Big Daddy Whitaker. You know, yeah. that races with us down at Ace. He got his first win at Bowman Gray. Uh, and there's three other guys that won too. That's the first one that popped in my head. But that is really cool when you see when you see those guys get their first win in that second race. And then when you watch that A race, once we get to that second half of the season, when you got all the championship contenders in there, man, Grayson Keaton had a fantastic season. He's really fast. Oh yeah. Brandon Brendel's got a really fast car. Mm -hmm. He wound up with a top gun, you know, winning the uh, race number four. four. Yeah. Won that fourth race on the last race of the of the of the season. Won the top gun. You know, you won a lot of races. AJ won races. I mean, man, this is it's some really great racing, and it's a shame that a lot of the fans don't always stick around to watch it. Yeah. Uh, usually they'll get us. They'll get us slipped in. We'll run the first race of the night a little bit more than we did this year. I think we only got to run first, I think, three races, and one of them was the B race, the first race of the night. Uh, that's really, really nice when we do get to run first. Uh, like I said, even though a lot of people get up, there's still a lot of people still in the stands when we run. You're not going to run nowhere else in the country and run in front of that many people. Well, well said. Uh, I just wish that, uh, you know, folks would give you guys a chance sometimes that don't don't pay attention, don't really watch. The racing is fantastic, especially when you got a Chuck Wall or an A.J. Sanders or Brandon Brindle or Grayson Keaton or one of the really super fast cars that has to start in the back yeah. <laughs> and race their way to, toward the front. <laughs> I mean, you guys put on a show when you do that, man. Yeah, you ain't got much time to mess around. I mean, you draw 18th or 20th or something, and you've got 15 laps to try to get it done. I mean, you can't mess around. I know a lot of people say, you know, you can't win the race on the first lap, and you can't. But at the same time, you've got to start making ground on lap one when you've got 17 spots to make up in 15 laps. Exactly. you got to get her done quick. Um, now, let's talk about your career just a little bit. I was obviously – I've been at Bowman Gray a long time collectively, but I've been gone away from there quite a bit too. And I think you started coming to Bowman Gray um, uh, when I wasn't there. But you started racing in other places first correct and yeah. then you made your way over to the madhouse yeah i started racing at friendship speedway when it went asphalt uh i think the second year it was open when it was asphalt i think it was oh two or oh three i'm not sure with the dates and you know i never got it till oil change i always had to change motors because i was trying to do them myself and uh we, we we really struggled the first few years and then i started driving for john and uh john who john baker I john started, baker okay uh, because I actually helped Earl Baker, his uh, brother, on the yeah, modified. That's yeah, what I got yeah. started. I got gotcha. you. So you were you were a uh, Earl Baker crew guy. Yes. Okay. Yes. I got gotcha. you. Yes. Right. So I, I remember I've been Earl the Pearl. Yeah. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> I sure will. Uh, so I started helping him, and then they got friendship, paved it, and started up there. Uh, I think it was the second season they they ran. I I got a little force on the car. Me and my buddy Adam Baker, and we kind of was like, we'll get a car, we'll put our money together. You drive it one week, I'll drive it the next week, and. You know, that's how we got started. Yeah, many uh. a friendship have been ruined that way. <laughs> Hope it didn't kill you guys. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> People fight over who's going to get the drive. <laughs> no, we're still best friends today. Uh, I got you. So it's it, almost as bad as watching churches split, you know, when they get the, <laughs> in a uh, argument over the rules or whatever. But anyway. Yeah. So we got started there, and then when I started driving for John, I had my car. And I was like, well, friendship's running Friday nights. Terry, you want to go help me, and I'll take my car to the stadium on Saturday night. So, to 06 was my rookie year at the stadium. And Now, we, think back to the first time 
you pulled out there on that racetrack for a race. You know, you're you're in the pit area and they're getting the the, the the winter circle moved away and you're edging out there on the track and you look up and go, oh my God, look at all these people. Tell us what you were thinking at that moment. Oh, it's a sea of people. I mean, it's 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 unreal. I mean, I, we had ran over there and we had practiced and, you know, of course I'd been in the stands, I'd been down in the pits working on modifies and stuff, but to actually be in the car and drive off into turn one and, I mean, you just see – I mean, just all different colors. <laughs> I did, mean, just, did it make you get up on the wheel a little bit more, knowing all these people are watching? Man, I don't want to screw up here. Well, it does make you nervous. I, it don't. I don't know if it made me get up on the wheel more, but it made me sit there and think: if I make a mistake, there's going to be thousands of people see me look like <laughs> a fool out here. <laughs> I got you. How long did it take you before you really felt like you were starting to get the hang of the place? I still ain't got the hang of it today. Well, come on, man. You won four championships. What are you still trying to figure out? That place changes from week to week. Really? Yeah. In what, I don't, way? In what way? You can go out there and, like, say, Saturday morning practice, and you can run the first practice and don't make a bit of changes to the car. Go out there second practice and pick up three-tenths. Wow. I mean, the track just is constantly changing. So, you know, you try to try different things in the morning and stuff but you a lot of time you've got to go on your notes from what it done the week before after say the modifieds or the sportsman went out there after all I the see. rubber built up on the track all right uh do you remember your first win at the madhouse mm. i'm sure i do but i just can't place it right now <laughs> <laughs> you got that championship taking up all the space in your brain right now if i'm not mistaken it was in oh seven or oh eight we got our first win uh, it was oh seven yeah because i bought a car from greg butcher and it was a good car good motor a lot better than what i'd been running oh six and we went over there and i'm like the motor's great i can't get the car to handle gotcha. i'm like i'm lost and we was fighting things fighting things and i called greg up i said greg i know this car is better than what i had i said what am i doing wrong and he said Call Charlie. He said, you know Charlie. He said, you've ran into him in the pits before. He said, he'll help you set it up. And if I'm not mistaken, Charlie helped me set it up. And two weeks and later. And Charlie uh, was, you know, won several championships at Bowman Gray, won a ton of races. And he was the guy famous for driving that little orange Volkswagen. Oh, yeah. Richie Evans <laughs> tribute number 61 for the fans that don't know who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. He helped us set it up, and I, like I said, I think it was the second week after he helped us set it up, uh, we actually won. I mean, we went from, I think we picked up three or four tenths when we put his set up underneath it, and honestly, still today, we're running a lot of them same numbers. We've learned some a little bit over the years together. Uh, the new car we built, we're running stuff a little bit different on it, but not a lot. I mean, we're still running a lot of the same springs and same same cross numbers. Now, this is the same guy. Uh, that won the championship, like you mentioned, three times. He won it in three different decades, Charlie Curry. And he was the champion of 2012, the year before you won your yes. first championship. Uh, <laughs> do you remember how it felt to, to wrap up that first title in 2000, uh, 2013? Oh, I was like, we, we finally made it. We finally made it. And then, you know, I was just tickled to death. And I was like, well, okay, this is great. Everything worked out perfect the first year. I was like, Okay, we'll do it again next year. We'll we'll come back and, and run. And Not you did. <laughs> yeah, and you did. And then we done it the second year. And then the third year, yeah, things I, got a I little was, dicey. I was there uh, when you won um, won that second and third one, and man, that was 
a lot of pressure. Uh, nobody had ever won three in a row like that, and you're the first guy to uh, – I'm sorry, you're the second guy to do it. Keep forgetting yeah. about Kenny Boss. Yeah. The second year, uh, I think we actually out, edged out A.J. for by, I think, two points. I think we won the championship by two points over and A.J. And you were going for four in a row, and guess who kept you from doing it in 2016? Wesley Thompson. A.J. Uh, no, AJ. AJ, AJ Sanders, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Wesley Thompson got on a roll and won the title uh, in the uh, Stadium Stock Division 2017 and 2018. Well, yeah. uh, Chuck, while we're going to wrap things up here in just a moment, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. And we'll give you just a second to, to thank all the folks that help you on your car. I know there's a lot of people that, that help you with the car. I'll give you a second to do that. Oh, i got to thank Charlie first off for you know, helping us build a car over the winter. Uh, Buddy Warden, he comes down there and works every single week. Uh, Adam Baker, David Hunt, Robert Lawson. Uh, Mike Collins, he spots for me. If he's at the track, he spots for me. He does an excellent job. I mean, he's wonderful. Uh, Got to thank all of our wives for putting up with us. Uh, like to just kind of give a shout out to my sponsors: Greg Butcher Trucking, JT Services, uh, RetailLiquidations.com, uh, Wall Investments, S&E Marketing. All right. Well, Chuck Wall, I know you're a big kid at heart, like me. Uh, but the little kids on Friday night, August. 30th at Ace Speedway, back to school night presented by thetimesnews.com. Kids 4 to 12, moms and dads out there listening, bring the kids, bring their bicycle, throw it in the trunk, put it in the SUV, put it in the back of the truck, bring the helmet, and they can compete on the track in one of the three bicycle races. And then once we have the bicycle races done, we're going to have some great stock car racing. Uh, and again, that's brought to you by thetimesnews.com. Friday night, August 30th, late models, open wheel modifieds, mini stocks. <laughs> I'll see you racing there. Uh, make A Speedway your Friday night destination for family fun. I'll be there. If you never get a chance to say hello to me at Bowman Gray because I'm too far away, it's too crowded, Ace is a little more laid back, come on over and say hi. I'd love to meet your race fans. And be sure to like the Ace Speedway Facebook page and visit acespeedway.net for a complete schedule. And sportsman racing at Ace Speedway, Friday night, September the 13th. Make sure the fans come out for that one too. I am your host of the Triad Racing Podcast, Randy Pettit. I want to say thanks to our producer, Desmond Johnson and to our uh, show sponsor, Ace Speedway. And I hope that all you race fans listening will continue to listen to our podcast. And if you've just found it in the first one, go back and listen to the other ones. Share them on Facebook. And we want to keep this uh, dialogue about local racing going all fall and winter. And we need you fans to support us, listen to the show, share it, and thank these sponsors like Roosters and Haynes Mall and Ace Speedway for supporting the Triad Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Pettit. We'll see you on Friday night, August 30th at Ace Speedway, and we'll see you at the track. Thanks for listening.